The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everyone, Matt Straup, welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is the Monday, November 25th edition of your serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups. That means Steve Alexander is right here with me as always. Steve, let's let's not dilly-dally around here. I think we need to get right to this. The name at the top of the list, and look, some of these names are names that we've mentioned before. If we only mentioned new names every week, we'd have like three guys to talk about. So we're going to start with a guy who I think got dropped in a bunch of leagues, or at least some leagues. You certainly talked about dropping him. Daniel House, 42% rostered, borderline top 50 guy this season. You owe it to yourself to check and see if he's sitting out there in your league, right? Yeah, he banged up his shoulder. Like, I hope this isn't becoming a theme. With Daniel? The injury thing, because he hurt his back. Right. Then he got dropped, and then everybody ran out and picked him up. He came back, he played one game, he hurt his shoulder, and now he's been dropped again, and now he's nearing in return, so I think everybody's going to pick him up again. Let's hope he stays healthy this time, because yes, these things are weird. We've seen in the past, you know, some there's some guys where, it like Gary Harris, like every time last year you got ready to fire up Gary Harris, something bad would happen. So That's true. I just hope that, that Danny House is not going to be that guy this year. I, uh, oh, cautious- no. Oh. oh, my God. Uh, Hold on. Wait a Hold second. Hold on. The aliens this, are here. This is... Was that, a, was that a, a phone alarm or a fire alarm? That was a phone alarm. Wow. To make sure that I didn't fall back asleep and miss For a second, contract. I thought your house legit had gone into like DEFCON 4 and you were about I, to have to evacuate. It sounded that way a little bit. <laughs> Steve, this is, as we get back to our waiver wire players, this is the last call on DeAndre Hunter. Double digits in eight straight games, averaging 23.7 points and 3.33 pointers his last three games, shooting 54.3% from the field over that stretch, including 4.7 rebounds, 3.3 assists, only thing missing from that stat line is just a smidge of defensive stats, which is he, he's not currently providing. But Hunter looks phenomenal. It looks like he has figured it out from a scoring standpoint, dishing some assists as well. So, I mean, he's got to be picked up. I think it's 35% is the number in Yahoo. So he's still out there in some leagues. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's the last call. Did you did you draft him in our uh, Roto World Live League? Well, yeah, in the, in the Roto World League that we drafted right before the season yeah because i i remember i was at the side desk with tommy beard during the actual oh yeah 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 yeah. okay right well i'm technically your co-manager picked him up this morning at like or on sunday morning at like 6 40 and in that league yeah in the in the live one that we did for the, the videotaping and i just could not believe that i that he he was sitting out there and of course I couldn't have gotten him anyway because I burned all four of my pickups in the first five minutes uh, of the week. But yeah, I, I was I was pretty sad that I didn't get him. He like he was on fire this week, man. Yeah, I think six three pointers on Saturday night. 
he looks great just from a scoring standpoint and and i think it's this is just the beginning and it's it's possible that kevin herter hurts him a little bit when he comes back but i'm not worried about it i i feel like hunter's gonna go off Hunter is, with the, all of the Hawks issues, with John Collins suspended, Kevin Herter injured, he's basically the number two option on offense right now behind Trey Young. Uh, now, the Hawks are not playing very well, but they, they had played a close game against the Raptors on Saturday night. That was not a garbage time special from Hunter. Yeah, that game on Saturday, that Toronto game. Did you watch the game? I did. I watched I watched almost every minute of it, yeah. Did you see Trey throw that one up from the logo and, and Bobby Rathman sang it? He goes from the logo. <laughs> no, actually, I was at I was at a an alehouse watching, and we did not have sound on. Somebody sent me a tweet of it, and That's great. I, I think it. I don't know that it's gone viral, but I know that people are like, "What is going on?" Because Rathen <laughs> actually sang from the logo, and my question is, why are we shooting it from the logo at half court? I, uh, I, well, I still don't. Let understand. me tell you, let me tell you something, Steve. After the Hawks beat the Nuggets in Denver. Nuggets coach Mike Malone, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, those are good shots for Trey Young. So <laughs> the reason he's shooting him, Steve, is because he can make them. He is a good shooter from out there. That's a comfortable shot for him. I love it. And uh-huh. it stretches the floor. That's that. If you have to consider guarding him out there, think about what that does to your defense. That's why he gets the basket so much. You have to extend the defense so far against him. That's hilarious. So, Dante DiVincenzo, 20% rostered. His last five games, 12.4 points, 5.2 rebounds, 2.2 assists, 2.0 steals, 1.83, shooting 49% from the field in 26 minutes a game. He's getting this increased opportunity with Chris Middleton out. Our latest Roto World blurb kind of floats the idea that maybe DiVincenzo can keep that starting job and supplant Wes Matthews after Middleton's back. I don't know if I really convinced that's going to happen but either way DiVincenzo continuing to look like a real nice pickup and, and looking more and more comfortable in that starting role yeah, and he's one of those guys I picked him up in a couple of leagues and he's one of those guys where he may not blow you away with the scoring every night but he's he's contributing across the board for the most part and not yeah. really hurting you anywhere so I don't know what's going to happen when Middleton comes back but we're still a ways away from that happening so I think he's he's going to be a hot pickup this week. How how many games do the Bucks play? Oh, great question. This week, I, I'm, question. I'm the games played guy. That's my only job, you man. Are. I'm not That's even your on actual it. department. Uh, Milwaukee, four games coming up. Yeah, four three four four for the Bucks. Fire four weeks. him up. All right, Markel Fultz. He is approach fast approaching Moutier territory as, as far as this podcast goes this season. Um, he had. A season-high nine assists with 13 points on Saturday, 28% rostered. The difference between Fultz and Moutier is I I really am pretty optimistic about Fultz long-term as a guy who's figuring it out more and more as he gets to play more and more. Still has only played right around 50 NBA games in his young career. So we, we talk about this, I feel like, every week. He's a guy who is sort of startable right now and even better has a ton of potential to take off uh, if he can steal some more minutes from DJ Augustine. He's also a guy that plays four games in the upcoming oh, week. There you uh, go. You know, I've been a Fultz guy all year. Um, I think Jared Johnson actually got me got me somewhat optimistic about Markel Fultz. And while he has not had the huge game yet that I've I've been promising every week we've done this podcast. Um, I think what he had what like twelve points and nine assists his last game and yeah thirteen and nine yeah thirteen and nine I mean there's there's nothing wrong with that that's but yeah I he's yet to break out he's yet to have that big game but 
Vooch is down and out for a minute. Aaron Gordon is down and out for a minute. We saw John Isaac go nuts in his last game. It was a season high. That was not a coincidence. It was also not a coincidence that Fultz had 13 points and 9 assists in that game because Orlando's shorthanded and somebody's got to pick up the slack for scoring. So it certainly wasn't Kim Birch. Uh, who was a complete dud for me in a DFS play? But, you you know, didn't whatever. need to say you didn't need to say that the way that you said Ken Birch. I immediately knew that you'd used him in DFS. Yeah, yeah it was pretty pretty evident by the tone. It was by the tone I used. I think so. Fultz stat line, anyways, is not exciting for the season. But projecting ahead, I don't know. I think that he has a chance to ramp things up. As I said, another point guard, and we're going to rattle off a few point guards in a row here. I, I have some mixed feelings about Frank Nealakina. He's 22% rostered, a player we've talked about a lot. Saturday night, he had nine points, nine assists, and six steals. So over his last five games, that puts him at 8.6 points, 4.6 assists, 2.2 steals, 0.83s. That was prior to the next game against the Nets on Sunday. That really puts Neil Akina down as kind of a steals assist specialist. But, I mean, you know, as long as Alfred Payton's out, it's the same story. You could do a lot worse. I don't know. This this Knicks point guard thing was supposed to be a three-headed Disaster, and now it's sort of turned into Neil Akina uh, on the brink of doing something positive. So uh, the Knicks only play three games for each of the next two weeks. Neil Akina is still a little scary to some of us, but he's also sitting out there in leagues, and there there's a universe where he is worth owning in twelve team leagues, and he's right on that cusp. I mean, I've I've owned him this year, I've cut him this year, and that he's. He's going to be that guy all season. He's going to be that guy where he just bounces around from team to team to team all year. Yeah, what is it about New York point guards? Okay, hold on, hold on a second, Steve. i got to close the door here. To borrow your phrase, my, my wife was just bawling out in the kitchen. <laughs> Pick the wrong moment to take a big gulp of Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, my wife was pretty proud of that, by the way. She she was like, what's bawling out in the kitchen? <laughs> It's like crossing over with like dishes through your legs and like fake jump shooting into the cabinets. Like that's kind of what I picture. It's like you're just down there getting it done. Just, <laughs> yeah, getting it, just getting it done, killing it in the kitchen. You know, getting making the most of your lunch hour. Rajan Rondo, as we talk about serviceable point guards, twenty-seven percent rostered in Yahoo leagues. His last four games, the stat line actually looks pretty good: eleven point three points, five point eight assists, one point three steals. 1.53s in just 24 minutes a game. I've been starting him regularly in that Roto World League we just talked about, and I do not mind it whatsoever right now. I think I think Rondo, if you can weather a little bit of turbulence with his minutes game to game, is going to pay off. You know, especially in a deeper league. You know, he makes me super nervous. I just don't like <laughs> Rondo. I, I don't. I can't. I have trouble pulling the trigger on it, but. You know, he plays four games in each of the next two weeks. And, and a guy we talked about earlier, Daniel House, only plays two games this week. So, mm. Mm. you know, I'd rather have four games of Rondo than two games of House. Sure, um, sure. So there's there's that. But, I mean, Rondo is not for everybody. But you're right. I mean, he's been serviceable. He is intriguing. Everything about the Lakers is intriguing, man. They look awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, I think the back-to-back four-game weeks makes Rondo, for me, a reasonable pickup for this week. And now, if you're a games-played person, now is the time to do it because after those two four-game weeks, the Lakers go one, two, three, four, five, six three-game weeks in a row. 
Uh, all right, Jackson Hayes, he's now 23% rostered. His last five games, 10.2 points, 5.8 rebounds, 1.0 steals, 2.0 blocks. I think he's worth serious consideration as long as Derek Favors remains sidelined. Your thoughts? Yeah, man, I I like Jackson Hayes a lot. Like To me, he's one of those rookies where he should be playing more minutes even when Favors is healthy. And Jackson Hayes, when, when he's on the court, he looks awesome. If you, if you haven't had a chance to watch him play yet, you should do it. Pretty fun player, one of the better rookies in this class, I think. And and when he gets his opportunities, he seems to make the most of it. So I, I do like me some Jackson Hayes. All right, so uh, ripping through the remainder of these names, Steve. I'm just going to say it again because I feel obligated to say it. Darius Garland had a career high 23 points with five threes on Friday. He of course followed that up with a, a complete dud on Saturday night. 20% rostered in Yahoo leagues. I think he's remains a good pickup remains a stash with a lot of long-term potential which he showed off in that 23 point game uh do you have anything you want to say about garland i feel a positive vibes about garland he's shooting horribly more or less but i think there are good things to come as he continues to figure it out jay crowder steve is hot again 21 points six boards three assists on saturday night against the lakers had a steal and a block how many games for the grizz next week steve uh matt it looks like it's four. Wow. They go four, three, and then they've got three in a row with four. All right. I think you know what to do if Jay Crowder is sitting out on your waiver wire. Don't forget about Dylan Brooks, too. They're, they they, they oh, yes. kind of come in a package. <laughs> you have to pick up both. Yeah. Uh, if you own Crowder, you have to have Brooks. Jakob Pertl is trending up in a way that only Jakob Pertl can, Steve. 8.8 <laughs> points, 7.8 boards, 1.0 blocks in his last five games. He is a mere 8% rostered in Yahoo League's. Only a way that Jakob Pertl can. Four games for the Spurs next week. Let's get it done, because they go 2-2 after that. So it's Jakob yeah, Pertl week. This is, your, this is the last call on Jakob Pertl. It's, yes, it's, it's Jakob Pertl week. A few more names to rattle off. Jordan Clarkson is 32% rostered. He broke out with 28 points and six threes on Saturday night. My enthusiasm is tempered, though, by the fact that he had played just 17 and 15 minutes in his two games before that, Steve. Clarkson is serviceable though in points and threes and really nothing more in my mind most nights yeah and they go three three um there's nothing I, i'm gonna go thumbs down uh, thumbs down i'm trending that direction as well uh give me a thumbs up or thumbs down on kai bowman his last four games 13.8 points 4.0 dimes 1.8 steals 2.3 three pointers four big games for the warriors coming up are you a thumbs up on the bowman for four games i'm I'm my thumb is inching upward, but it's it's, it's okay. I can picture it. It's it's the the needle is going toward I've got like a quarter tank of uh, a gas left in the in the car. All right. Langston Galloway, twenty nine percent rostered, is churning out double digit games with multiple threes and basically doing nothing else. His last twelve games, fifteen point one points, three point oh three pointers, along with one point seven assists and zero point four steals, just to underscore what I was talking about. Four games also for Detroit. Are you into this Langston Galloway thing? Like I would play four games of Galloway over two games of House, but I, I'm, I'm not loving Langston Galloway. There's other not guys loving. out there that are, are more serviceable and more intriguing. I agree. I agree. And, and a similar uh, level of serviceable and intriguing, I would say, is one Patty Mills. Uh, he's actually having a, a very quietly, just perfectly fine season, right around the top 130 in nine category leagues. 11.9 points, 2.1 assists, 0.9 steals, 2.23s on the year, shooting 49% for the field. Again, four games for the Spurs this week. 
I mean, you're digging pretty deep at this point, but it's not. I, I don't think it's a horrendous play to pick up Mills if you're in a pinch. Yeah, for four games this week, I'm fine with it. I'm starting him in my 30-team league. Uh, obviously, we've got issues there uh, and, and <laughs> serious issues when they go two games, two games after this four-game week. I'm going to have to come up with something better than, than that. So we talked about Kai Bowman a second ago, and I think this is a clear sign that we're getting near the end of this particular episode. But Marquise Chris Steve has actually put up four productive games in a row, 12 points, 5.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.0 steals, and 2.0 blocks in 22 minutes a game, 3% rostered in Yahoo. Steve, do you want to make the case for, for the four-game Marquise Chris experience? Well, I'll tell you part of the reason uh, the experience has been pleasant with him so far is I have yet to pick him up anywhere. I've also uh, not played him in DFS. The moment, the moment that I pounce on the Marquise Chris Express and put him in a DFS lineup, things are going to go south in a hurry. So wow. So you, you know, y'all can feel free to pick up, keep rolling with Chris, but I'm just warning you: the minute when I do it, it's all going to come to crashing so, down. So. so you're basically holding this together for everyone. Can you? Uh, maybe send out a tweet when you go ahead and pick him up just so people know. Uh, oh, I absolutely will. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like if a I warning. put him in a lineup, if I do anything with Marquise Chris, I will put it on Twitter. All right. Uh, so we're truly scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Our old friend Omari Spellman is 1% rostered. <laughs> 28 minutes in back-to-back games, though, has averaged 14.5 points and 3.5 threes in those two games. How deep does your league need to be, Steve, to consider this? I mean, I think I know the answer to that before I ask it. Extraordinarily deep. But I just put it on the radar because people do play in leagues that are this deep. I just love the fact that you call him our, our old friend when I'm, I'm pretty sure you and I have never spoken about him at any point <laughs> old friend, in our careers. <laughs> old, fr- old friend from the Hawks. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's got to be pretty deep, but I mean, yeah. there's, there's times that – Look, he plays for the Warriors. The Warriors are a disaster, and anything is possible in Golden State right now, including right. Omari Spellman having a big game. So anything is possible in the worst way, in the worst way imaginable in Golden State. <laughs> so I get it. I mean, I get why you're talking about him. I, I there's, you know, I set DFS lineups, and I look at him. I'm like, well, you know, he yeah. may get 22 DFS points tonight. I might yeah. lose him. All right, so we're on to the drops, and I'm just going to rattle off these five names, and you tell me if you want to make a case for keeping anyone, Steve. I've personally lost interest in Cody Zeller, 55% rostered, averaging just 0.5 steals and 0.4 blocks. That's not doing it for me. Enos Cantor, 48% rostered, has not topped 20 minutes one time in his last five games. Maxi Kleba, just 15 points total in his last three games. Kent Bazemore had just five points in 12 minutes on Saturday. He's 28% rostered. It is crowded in Portland right now. And if you truly have no one else to drop, I think I'm okay dropping Norm Powell, who is hot right now, but has Kyle Lowry expected back soon. Are you making a strong case? Are you making a strong case to keep any of those guys if there are good free agents on your waiver wire? Well, Cody Zeller and Malik Monk and a bunch of those those Hornets are definitely intriguing because, as we've talked about, that Charlotte schedule is four games every week for the foreseeable future. So I'm kind of yeah. hanging on to Malik Monk, and I, I would consider picking Cody Zeller just because of his schedule, but you're right. He's he's not played very well. So uh, just just beware that the Hornets play a ton of games more than anyone else. So that's all I've got. I mean, yeah, Zeller is fine, but, yeah, just not an exciting stat line and, no. and not a lot to make a difference for you. 
All right, that's about it for us. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you might listen. Take a moment to rate and review the show as well. I can't remember if I say anything else here. Oh, yes, we're back on Wednesday with the Whip Around episode. So look forward to bringing you that. Everyone, thanks for listening, Steve. Thanks for taking the time, man. We will talk to you soon. Thanks. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.